Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're starting in verse 1 of John chapter 8 today. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning he was back again at the temple. A crown sued gathered, and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They placed her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. I want to point out that as you've been following along, uh, a note that you might have picked up on in the last verse of John chapter 7, uh, and this is a note that says that most ancient Greek manuscripts do not include John 7.53 to John chapter 8 verse 11, and that includes the text that we're looking at today. Now, what that means is that there's a little bit of inconsistency with the manuscripts or the copies of scripture, some of them don't have this passage, while some do. And still others include this at different parts of the gospel, uh, specifically around Holy Week when Jesus is back in the city of Jerusalem. Now, the question that we have to ask is, does this belong in the Bible or not? Even with this inconsistency, it seems safe, better safe than sorry, and just ignore this text. But uh, it's still here in our Bibles. It's still in even your digital copies, and it's still a text for you to consider uh, in the light of the fact that it is still in some of the manuscripts that we have from from our history as, as Christians. So the question that we have to ask again is, does this belong in the Bible or not? The question, the follow-up question to this is, does the contents of these verses contradict what the rest of the Bible teaches us, specifically about sin and repentance? And does it fly in the face of the rest of Jesus' ministry? Does this contradict anything that the Bible teaches? And I would argue, no, it doesn't. Uh, Even if some manuscripts have these verses, it's worth noting the absence from others. And uh, we go ahead and read this text kind of with the attitude of proceed with caution. But we look at this interaction that Jesus has with the Pharisees and teachers of the law who are trying to obviously trap Jesus. First, they give him kind of this false uh, title of authority, right? They recognize that he's a teacher. They don't like it, but they are trying to maybe cater to his pride here by calling him teacher. At the very least, they recognize that what he is trying to do to this crowd is teach them. So it's at least an acknowledgement of the fact that of his authority over other people that are listening to him. What is expected of Jesus in this interaction with this adulterous woman and the Pharisees? There is a very clear teaching about uh, the Bible throughout the Bible that says that sin is bad, and that's putting it very simply and mildly, but that sin should be avoided at any cost. 
This is anything that we say, think, or do that goes against God's will and God's law. And sin needs to be punished. And according to the law of Moses, people caught in adultery ought to be stoned to death. Now, we come back to the fact that this is a trap from the Pharisees, right? Because adultery requires two people, first and foremost. Where's the second person is the question that ought to stand out in our mind. If adultery is the offense that they are uh, trying to get Jesus to interact with the law on, where's the other offender? The trap here is the fact that the Romans, the people in charge ultimately of the kingdom of Israel, uh, prohibit anyone but themselves from killing somebody. There is no such thing as corporal punishment. Murder is prohibited by Rome. So if Jesus were to say, yes, this woman deserves to be stoned, and if he were to lead the charge on that, they would have him for breaking the law of Rome. But if he says, no, don't stone her, they have him trapped because that means that he is willing to ignore the punishment of the law that is prescribed by God. So they are trying to trap him with this interaction. How does Jesus respond? And this is one of the biggest questions that I have is there's no word from John what Jesus writes in the dirt in this interaction. There's no word or message recorded. So we don't know. But but Jesus kind of stoops down and starts scribbling in the dirt. Um, and in their demanding of an answer, he does not minimize or ignore the sin that this woman has committed. But at the same time, he does invite them to remember who is the actual judge of sin. And it's God. It's not any one person. And in his, in their accusation of sin, they are ignoring the sin that is in their own lives and the consequences that come from whatever sin they are dealing with. And this is something that I think the older people in the crowd are recognizing in their own lives, the sin that they deal with and they face, which is why I think they leave first. And it goes down to the, to the point that Jesus is left alone with this woman. And he forgives her. Interestingly enough, he forgives her and yet instructs her to leave this life of sin. Jesus does not minimize sin. He does not ignore it. But yet we see the forgiveness that he is willing to extend those who are repentant. So our takeaway question today is what does this interaction teach you about how to address sin in your own life and in the interactions that you have with the people around you? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.